Hello and welcome to the agency show by ClientJoy. I'm Yash, co-founder and chief executive at ClientJoy. At ClientJoy, we help agencies manage their leads, proposals, contracts, projects, support, invoicing and payments, the whole nine yards. The agency show is our podcast where we invite agency experts and owners who make seven plus figures a year to talk about their problems across their growth, fulfillment and revenues and we talk about their journey of solving these problems. If you're an agency owner, the show is for you. So do not forget to hit the subscribe button. In this episode of the agency show, we've got Parth Trivedi. He is product manager at Mirchi, one of India's largest radio stations. This conversation is brought to you by ClientJoy. Give this talk a listen if you are looking to create great content and distribute it to achieve growth for your agency. Hello and welcome everyone to this episode of the agency show. Today we have Parth. Um, Parth. Um, hey, hi, Parth. Welcome um, and, and thank you uh, for being with us today on the show. Parth, if you can tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, about your journey, what do you do right now? I think that would be super um, helpful yeah. for the people listening in. So, uh, yeah, so I think, uh, you know, I, I've been uh, I've been in the content space roughly about seven years now. Uh, came into media, broadcast media and like hardcore content production roughly three and a half, four years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. Before that, it was mostly digital marketing. So a lot more of like what agencies do, the kind of work that agencies do, but I've never really actually worked inside of an agency. Uh, what I currently do, uh, so like how I like to define myself is mostly it's creative schizophrenia. So mm -hmm. uh, what uh, like uh, it, at this point, so earlier I used to have a group of friends who would always be like, Tum exactly karte kya humko pata. and I was like, yeah, mujhe bhi pata actually. Ab meri company ke andar log mujhe bolne lage ki, kya kar rahe, humko pata. And then <laughs> and then I think when it starts coming from uh, people who are supposed to answer the yeah. question of what you have to do and they start saying, yeah. oh, well, actually, we don't know what what exactly you'll do. But so so most of my career has been like a transition, but it's safe to say that I've been a content person throughout. So uh -huh. it started with writing a lot. Uh, I used to write features, uh, interview people. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, do that sort of stuff. And then it slowly moved into writing scripts, writing shorts, uh, you know, creating shows. So we created a show with Karan Johar. We created one with then Karina. We are now slated to create a bunch of like really exciting shows that, uh, we, mm -hmm. so most of it then started becoming, uh, sort of structured reality shows and stuff like that. So that's been like, but all of it, of course, was never in the TV space. Most of it was always in the digital space. So, uh, so. I mean, like, yeah, because we had a very small team and, uh, you know, so everything became everybody's job. So you <laughs> would end up doing, uh, you know, you end up doing everything from scripting to shooting to set design to like production, post edit, and then distribution, of course, is what, uh, you know, I think we'll spend a lot of time talking about. Thank you for, for that uh, introduction. And uh, um, and so so that brings me to my first question to you, right? So so I understand, you know, when we were also a small team of, of like four mm -hmm. people when we started ClientJoy, um, we were doing almost everything, right? So, um, okay. and, and so, which is, which is what you also shared and, and, yeah. and what that inevitably does to you is that you end up becoming a generalist, right? So you, yeah. you can do a little of, of almost everything, right. um, but, but you may not be able to become a, a specialist. And, and so, so how is life, right? As a, as, as a person who's working in digital space, um, as mm -hmm. an individual who is a generalist who knows little of everything, but is not mm -hmm. able to like claim authority, in, in, in a particular uh, place because more and more businesses as we see it are looking for yeah. 
individuals who are like facebook ad experts well, right? Right, or, or right. who are website copywriters or right. email drip campaign um, you know right. champions or whatever so right. so how is that right. like well it's hard you ask me a very sad and depressing question <laughs> uh, no really i mean uh, i mean it really only gets hard uh, when you're trying to switch jobs or you're trying to like move but more or less like if you find yourself inside of a team where uh, i mean honestly i haven't really thought about it like that uh, mm-hmm. the only time that it really sort of ended up bothering me is when i would give job interviews because it's not just this company but like all the other places i've been at i was always a generalist so it was always when i would give an interview and they would be like oh well but what have you exactly done you know yeah. what are you or like it's it becomes very existential at that point yeah. but uh, but really like the only solace like that i find is i mean it stops mattering after you have some sort of credibility so like mm-hmm. today if you and i were to sit and like you were to interview me i i know i have a bunch of things i can talk about that i've done in the past and then yeah. your work becomes uh, more of a champion than you know you being a specialist or not being a specialist i mean really if someone is looking for a super junkie for instagram i'm not that person so yeah. like i get rejected then itself like there's no point in me even trying to say oh i am that or i am this or i'm that but what i am is uh, is someone who has a great understanding of stories of what people like to consume why people go online what are the things that they will do and will not like to do and so in that sense i think i bring a lot of value to uh, to sort of zooming out of you know when you are talking about a bigger picture like uh, like a lot of people who come up and somebody to come somebody is great at instagram is is great like they serve a specific function of being really good at say for example making reels but yeah. uh, but because of how in depth they are into that space they serve very little value of drawing back and saying okay if i'm doing this for a business how much value does it really add to like the end game you know Correct. and so so specialists lack in understanding the end game generalists have the benefit of it's not like oh you give me anything come that comes my way and i'll do it like we are also generalists in a very specific sense like in a specific yeah. like i am yeah. a generalist in the specific sense of content sorry Correct. creation like i can't like i know i can do performance marketing but it, i would really be like i wouldn't be like I, like i'm sure performance marketing has its generalists right Correct. you know what i mean so Correct. so like it's a, it's generalist in a specific sense and b i think uh, like a generalist really adds very tangible business value uh, to a company and really like sort of is able to have a conversation that bridges say the creative or the specific uh sort of side of the team or whatever contributions they have to make to larger business goals of okay we need to get from point a to point b and how exactly is this going to contribute to that so i think in that yeah. sense uh, i mean that's the only redemption arc uh, yeah i mean it, it makes sense you know uh, because because you need and and that's true in technology as well right if you're an if you're an it service agency you need a bridge which is typically a product manager between like an yeah. engineer who's working on back end and yeah. and the management or or the marketing and sales team which is going to position that particular feature out there in the market yeah. Yeah. and similarly there are generalists on the digital marketing front who who form the bridge between let's say uh quoting from your example a person who's who's um, who's really good at making instagram reels to how is yeah. it going to contribute to the larger picture of correct um, you know if you're an agency then uh, how is it going to contribute to the larger uh, kind of goal of of the client that you may be you yeah. may be serving and and and, and so um one of the interesting things that you also mentioned um in in your answer was was that you you've been working you are really great at and you've done this for a long time in terms of helping other yeah. companies uh, or the companies that you've been a part of generate content and in the sense of answering the question as to 
what kind of content do people in cohorts uh, like to mm. consume or would want to consume or have the highest probability of consumption right, right. um right. and and so 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 having i think uh, what seven plus years of experience in 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 this space yeah. uh, what what would you quote as i i know it's very difficult but what would you quote as like yeah. three basic principles of if if let's say if i am an agency i'm trying to mm-hmm. if i'm a digital marketing agency or or if i'm an it service or a d- design agency if i'm trying mm-hmm. to design my content strategy uh, what would right. be the basic principles that i should i should look at hmm okay uh i think uh so like i think it does not make sense to answer this question in terms of say looking at a single content piece so i don't think it makes mm-hmm. sense to say uh, okay is this video good for my brand or my business or not Correct. like i don't think that's the right way to yeah. look at it uh, yeah. and i wouldn't want to answer it like that i'd say okay in the larger sense of how do you want your digital presence to be right mm-hmm. uh, of what is the commonality that has to exist across all of the content and all of the things that you do i think one most fundamental like question that a lot of people want like a lot of people have the answer to but they just shy away from it they ignore it and that's the death of it and that's why most businesses don't succeed is answering the question do i like this like mm-hmm. like you make a piece of content and then you yeah. look at it and the first question you're supposed to ask is do i like it like forget about everybody else whoever is putting it yeah. out there do i as an individual who is so close to the brand or the business or to the campaign do i personally enjoy it right yeah. i think that's and and i mean i know this sounds like a bit like esoteric or whatever and it's so not like non technical but uh, but it's it's like one of the most like basic like even in like our final uh, like when we have created a piece of content we have this final screening meeting right where we just sit down yeah. and we watch the entire thing with like two or three people who have never seen it before just so we get like a red eye perspective even then like we go back to a drawing board and ask the question did i enjoy this and like mm-hmm. if the answer is no like deep down you will know you just know right. sometimes right. you're like so because you have spent so much time making it you are too scared to say this is bad so yeah. you know i feel a lot of people don't do that especially with what content they put out on social media or on digital like anywhere i think like anywhere that brands are putting content out i think now the standard of what goes out has really gone up like people cool. are doing great stuff even from within like really small boutique agencies people are doing just some fabulous fabulous stuff it's so lovely to see like great content come out so the bar has gone really high so like yeah. you the first question that i think point number 1 is do i really like it do i enjoy it do i derive joy out of it right which brings me to a second point of people often forget why people go to social media right like nobody is on social media because they want to know that your shoes are 20% discounted for december right like <laughs> that's not why they are there uh, sure like it's great to know that your shoes are on 20% discount and you know i'd love to buy them if they if i like those shoes but but that's not why i'm here so so the second point is people go on social media to find joy right yeah. it's a separate thing that uh, you know this has reached its other extreme where joy has turned into envy and we are all getting depressed and all of that but the yeah. core purpose of of engaging on social or engaging on digital platforms is to find joy is to seek joy everybody mm-hmm. will seek joy like one thing that people often forget is if the, if you are not going to deliver some amount of uh, of of emotional flux with whatever you do it's just going to fall flat unless you have said something to me that's that's just so utilitarian in nature 
Like I was just thinking that I really need to buy insurance. And if you pop up an insurance ad, that's great. I mean, you don't have to give me emotional flux then, but we all know that most of the times that's not going to happen. That's not how you build a quote unquote organic uh, reach right and so followership yeah yeah and followership organic reach engagement okay. whatever you want to call it right so so i feel like people forget that most people everybody comes on social media with a very selfish motive of finding joy and if you fail to deliver that joy in whatever sense you you're just going to like it's not going to work out in the long run you will just be like like i like i'm tired of brands doing happy diwali and ramzan eid creatives like please yeah. just stop right yeah. like because who what like who cares like who really like i don't want some saraswati pipes telling me happy diwali like i <laughs> yeah like because Merry Christmas. We also exist, right? Yeah, so, so yeah, it right, right, yeah, right. So it's it's I I find that really like that's not how you maintain top of the mind recall. I mean, it's just a bad. Yeah. So there are some bad. I think we are getting over those practices. I think a lot of people are understanding now. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, those those are the two I think key things that people should keep in mind. Uh, third, I'm sort of out of my depths for the third. uh i really think these are the like i've always maintained that these are to do you like it and if you're putting it out there do you think it will bring people joy uh if you mm-hmm. if you cover these two bases i think everything else is customized to like who like what you do or what brand you are like you could be anything right like zomato was at the end of the day come to think of it a food delivery business right okay. they had no job being creative like logistic companies are not new like yeah. uh, i mean dhl was around like all these people yeah, were around yeah, they had a yeah. network like it's it like logistics is not new getting right. something from point a to point b is not new but i think what worked for them is that they focused on delivering joy instead of say right. delivering you know anything else and just purely from like a social media perspective i'm not talking about it from a brand or like whatever higher level uh, you know understood and and so uh, so so thank you for saying joy so many times because and, and so that was <laughs> oh because that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so so i'll right. tell you what uh, so so the the so when we were when we were so we were we used to be called griddle right which does which yeah, because the word did not yeah it does not mean I anything was, as a, as a yes, word yes when i was working with arison uh, which also yeah. meant very little Yes, to, to both us and our investors. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember sure, that yeah, phase. Yeah. I think yeah, we had we had sim- the same mentors or something. So we used to keep yeah, hearing about so. Griddle and how you guys are. Yeah. Correct. So, yes. uh, so yeah. So we were a part of CII, I think, and and then there was some amount of interaction, or or we must have met at some yeah. um, some events, right? Yeah. But but so so we had that name um, previously, and then and then we. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of merged with a with another digital marketing agency called Net Savvy's, run by run yeah. by a, a good chap Sahil, and um, yeah. he the first order of business that. was you know we've got to change the name and and so what yeah. name do we keep and and the conversation kind of went towards uh, you know what are clients looking for when they're working with agencies and and what are they least expecting and so mm-hmm. what if agencies are deli- are able to deliver uh, uh, what emotion do we want our agencies mm-hmm. the, our customers to deliver to their customers. Yeah, and and so that was that was joy, and and hence yeah. we kind of called it as as client joy, and then kind of joy became the mother brand, and then we have link joy, and and, and more joys uh, will come in the yeah. uh, in the future. But but thank you, uh, thank you for that. I I like the brand plug. I didn't even realize yeah. I was putting so many brand plugs. Wow. But, yeah. Uh, but no. But I think it's. Uh, but I think that's crucial, right? Like we sometimes get so absorbed in 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 achieving a certain goal that we forget that. you know if it does not do that one thing what's the point of it anyway correct and and so joy, what's the point of it this is 
this is another thing that I, I've also come to realize, right? Which is because uh, like I am the center of my universe, you are yours and everybody is mm. center of their own universes, yeah. right? So, so people don't care about what is the product update that we have brought yeah. in client joy, right? So if I, if I talk yeah. about, Hey, you know, we are launching user rules and rights today. Yeah. Um, the people who like, like, let's say follow us on, on Facebook or whatever, they don't care about that. Right. So, yeah. um, because they're not there to know the update, they have yeah. their own lives. Yeah. And and so the yeah. idea of, of any company or a brand is to be is to is to what emotional chord do you strike such that you become a part of their universe, and right. and that they they want to engage and, and kind of continue, um, you know, following you or whatever the case may be, whatever right. it is that you are looking right. for. And so, right. um, the other uh, question that I have uh, while we are on the subject of content generation um, and or content rather, is mm. is I've seen a lot of. Uh, you know, agencies and, and freelancers just just create blogs and content as a as a target, right? So what they do is, yeah. let's say if I'm running a if, let's say if I'm running an IT service company that offers e-commerce, um, uh, you know, deployments and developments or something to that right. effect. Okay. Um, I'll identify like five keywords and then I'll okay. I'll hire a content writing agency and then give them a target of let's say ten thousand words a month. Um, yeah. And then all the articles that you write, which are 500 words per article, 10,000 words a month. Yeah. So that's what 20, 200, whatever articles. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you've got to mention these, these keywords yeah. and, and just I, keep on doing that. And yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. just keep on kind of the content in and of itself does not mean anything, um, which kind of is a part of your previous answer. But the, but the question that I have is, is, you know, everyone, if you have enough money, you can mindlessly create content, but how do you distribute yeah. it? Um, yeah. and, and that's kind of a bigger question, right? So, so content yeah. creation is just part of the job done. Um, then the larger job is also distributing that content and getting it to the right audiences. So, yeah. so wanted to kind of get, get some ideas from you on, in terms of how yeah. should a brand or an agency think of distributing their or their clients content for that matter. Right, right, right. That's a very interesting question. And, uh, I can promise you that nobody has the right answer to it. Uh, okay. So, because, and the reason for this is, uh, for it is this, and the, the reason I say nobody in like such a general sense is because, uh, so here's the thing, right? So let's take distribution, say seven, eight years ago, uh, content distribution, seven, eight years ago, this can be written content on blogs. This can be content on YouTube. This can be content anywhere else, right? YouTube used to subscribe to a channel. I know you didn't have so many subscriptions also back then, but you'd subscribe yeah. to a channel. The next time you open YouTube, mostly on your computer, because you didn't have phones back then, uh, yeah. you'd get a page. And if your subscription has sort of added a new video, it would pop out. Right. Correct. Uh, cut to today, uh, it does not matter how many videos you subscribe to YouTube does not even I think give two shits about what uh, channel yeah. you've subscribed. Uh, yeah. You the first two rows of content and really there are only I think three rows available on a 13 inch MacBook. If you have a larger okay. screen, maybe there'll be a couple more. But the first two, which is 66% of the total content is uh, delivered through a recommendation engine. Correct. Right, which has nothing to do with what you've subscribed to and what you've not subscribed to. It is purely to do with what you watch and what you don't watch. Because the mm -hmm. goal of YouTube now is to increase and pump up watch time. Uh, okay. They aren't looking at they aren't looking at giving you what you asked for. Uh, hmm. I mean, like I'm not arguing for the right or wrong of it because at the end yeah. of the day, I end up just watching the things that I like to watch more. Uh, of course, the negative side is I get a confirmation bias, but the point is that the game of distribution has changed just because you have 5 million subscribers does not mean yeah. that uh, all of them are going to key into your content. Think about email marketing like that, right? Back in the day, you never had Gmail 2011, 
ish i think you never had gmail doing segregations of promotions and updates and yeah, forums yeah. and inbox yeah. right so if you send out an email to someone if they open it say for example someone gets to work at 11 am every morning if you schedule your email blast out for 10:50 you know it's going to be the first email on their Correct. blog but that's not how it works Correct. anymore right Correct. so uh, the, and and what completely completely blew this over a of course youtube was like the recommendation engines like just take over on your feed uh with phones it's even more so and then tiktok came in uh now instagram reels which literally has nothing to do with what you follow right yeah. it's literally instagram <laughs> taking yeah. complete reins of what you're going to watch next it's going to detect uh, your watch intent for a certain video whether you share mm-hmm. it and they have a bunch of indicators uh they must be weighing them against whatever parameters but now so so basically now the thing is that you you can't make content the way you used to say 5 or 6 years ago like that yeah. same like that same rollover is not because that's not how distribution works that's not how anybody even lets you distribute because this is not your audience like you used to think oh i have a you know people say oh i have a channel with 10 million subscribers but is it yeah. really a 10 million subscriber yeah. channel and like can i take two channels both with 10 million subscribers and will i see the same amount of engagement with both of them so clearly like the reins of distribution that you used to once upon a time hold have like you have largely lost it Yeah. Uh, there's very little that uh, that's left in your hand so the only thing that's now left in your hand is to engage your audience there are at Correct. least the ones who have come like if someone's landed on your article you have to make sure that the person reading the article has a good time if someone's Correct. ended up on your reel someone's ended just ended up there you have to make sure that they fulfill those parameters that let the platform know or let the algorithm know that this person's having a good time Mm-hmm. and really like like you know it's it's i know like i'm not very good at getting super technical about how algorithms work and how distribution works i have some basic first principles in my head and i i think they work just fine uh, whenever we're making content yeah it's just that if, if the person's having a good time the video will get reach like it's as yeah. simple as that right if you'll make a piece yeah. of content where the other person has a good time it's it's just it's just so So I think everybody got smart, right? Platforms got yeah. smart because they knew that they had to hold people for longer. Every time they show an ad, it was like a drop in uh, in how much intensity you have to consume. Correct. So they had to make sure that everything before and after it was just like you know uh, on yeah. the game. So so I think like uh, there's no other way of thinking about engagement than having like a human centered uh, orientation to building content. like you mm. can't do business centered orientation you have to do human centered orientation i think uh, one of my biggest teachers in this aspect has been dwanit uh, dwanit uh-huh. used to yeah so it it has nothing to do with his online presence it's it's beautiful yeah. what he does is so he's been doing radio for 15 years right yeah. and he sometimes does these links which are like 5 minutes long right for yeah. to talk for 5 minutes and to constantly engage people on a non recorded voice track is Correct. it's it's crazy difficult it's a really difficult yeah. thing but i've seen he has a structure to it he has a structure he'll never start with the core thought he'll never start with okay. this thought he always so he, here's what i call right here's i say as you said right people are different centers of their own universes now if yeah. i want to talk to you about something that you have no idea about uh you know and you you you've no clue what i'm about to say your life does not change because of it but i want you to know because i know that it's important for you and that's at some point it has some sort of moral implication to your lives how do i do it i have to bring you into my universe i yeah. i might not always be able to become a part of it so the, the, this other approach is he'll always open the door and he'll call you in he'll say come na chai pe baithte like uh. his chai pe baitho approaches he'll always start with something that's very personal to you 
is something yeah. that everybody understands right you have to open the door for people to come into what you are serving and then you he every single link that he ever does begins with opening the door of saying oh don't you really hate it when something something happens and then xyz and yeah which like, is yeah, super relatable kinda, right yeah and yeah. you're like yeah i kind of agree and then he says oh but then this happens and then that and then of course there is that 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 mastery over storytelling that you build from like years of doing the same thing over and Correct. over again and then you get to this point where you're really able to draw people in and once you draw people in they are they are with you like once someone's with you they are happy to uh, they are happy to go along the ride of whatever you do right which is what yeah. like which is what i often tell like zakir khan the comedian where yeah. my argument to him always is you are not a comedian please stop pretending to be one <laughs> okay and he gets really offended because frankly he has great jokes to tell but the, his the the mastery of his craft is he opens the door and he lets you in correct it's a like, storytelling okay, yeah and yeah and he's and he's the i think nobody knows how to read a room better than zakir does right yeah. if you if you like even as a marketer you sit down and just listen to him talk you will like and just break down every single thing that he says you'll realize that there are pieces he's creating distractions he's creating yeah. imagery he's creating relatability and then you get to a certain point and then there's a point that he makes and then that's like the entire lead up to that point is what makes it like boom okay fine now i get it yeah. and i think that's that that sort of structure storytelling uh, you know getting that piece right and this such specific knowledge right this is not general knowledge i can't teach it in a classroom you have to do it you have to get your hands dirty waste your money in order to learn it but that specific knowledge is so so incredibly important because none of the distribution is in your hand the entire game yeah. now is in so yeah i mean this is this is interesting so so up until this point uh, you know this kind of shatters a lot of things uh, for yeah. us as well because uh, because in our internal reporting also uh, we'd say yeah. hey you know these many followers on twitter these many followers yeah. on on facebook yeah. and these many subscribers on our youtube channel and and whatever yeah. Yeah. uh but but now that i now that i hear this from you i think that that makes complete sense because because uh, new video updates on subscriptions has moved to like the bottom left of yeah. youtube which is where nobody yeah. looks at they they typically yeah. look at like the first three just rows. looking at recommendations like let's just yeah. like, like everybody's only looking at recommendations it's fine yeah <laughs> absolutely and then the biggest yeah. biggest uh, you know kind of challenge internally for us is is how do we make sure that we don't land in promotions right how do we make sure that we yeah. land in people's inboxes yeah. and and yeah. this this makes this makes total sense here so so the audience that you thought that you had yeah. is um, it, it's actually you playing to the uh, algorithm and and, yeah. and if if people if there's if if there are people who like whatever you've done then then distribution yeah. essentially will take care of um, yeah it just yeah itself. it just figures itself out and i mean yeah. like honestly it's gotten very hard like from a if if i if i if i'm talking to like agencies and marketers right now i totally understand how freaking hard it has been like in the last especially two or three years it's just insane yeah. nothing you do works just nothing yeah. works like it's and and at the end of the day we have to realize like it's a job like every brand that we'll work with it's not going to be possible for you to like through and through know the brand and be emotional about it and get like you're not going to hit those sixes each time correct, correct. but business as usual has gotten so hard that i really feel sad <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it is. I don't mean to. I know, like, like we're supposed to be all happy about this, but and like, I, I, great. I love the profession. I mean, but it's gotten really hard to do our jobs. Yeah. Uh, you know, to be very honest, because very little is left. Like, like I build an audience today, but it's not my yeah. audience. So what's it's the not your audience. Yeah, it's yeah. not your. Which is why a lot of people 
keep talking about david dobrik and the kind of things he does because david mm-hmm. dobrik never lets uh, lets his audience like like he he never lets the platform dictate what his audience like will be right like okay. he'll al- he's always engaging with his audience at different 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 points i think it's a diversion to what our discussion otherwise is maybe like mm-hmm. i mean there's enough and more said about david dobrik anybody who's listening can you know please go read about it but i think one great thing is that he will never let one platform define his audience <laughs>